raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, this ain't good. Timing belts done shrunk, one size too small. Those spark plug wires are a little too long and your main frog spawner's nearly gone. Your injector ports are stripped and that ain't all. Torque converters running low on torque and that water pump's nearly down a quart. We caught it all in time, so you're in luck. He said, I've got the time and I've got the parts. Just give me the word and I'm ready to start. I think we can bring her in for 800 bucks. And welcome to Car Time Radio. Dan Watson sitting in today for Jay Zimbauer. I've been here before, so glad to be back. A little bit of short notice today. Jay couldn't make it, and so I got the designated hitter call just before the inning started. So, hey, we'll get through this, and it'll be great. But one thing, if you got a question, it'd be great for you to call in. That'd make this show go really faster for me because I do have some things prepared, but not in the normal manner that I normally have the time to take to do this. So the number here, 407-674-1025 or 855-545-1025. And we're talking about oil, lubrication, filtration, transmission fluid, motorcycle oil, boat engine oil, two-cycle oil, lawnmower oil, anything to do with lubrication and oil. Now, we're not talking about how to fix the brakes or to time the car or to figure out that really weird electrical problem that's going on. Save all that for Jay. He is the uh, genius of automotive repair, and I'm the certified lubrication specialist. I'm not the ASE certified mechanic. So if you call me and ask me some question about mechanics, we can go down that yellow brick road, but I don't know that we're ever going to find the wizard or figure out what's wrong with the car. So that being said, I did want to get to a couple things because what I'm going to do today is um, on my website, I get questions. And that website, by the way, is easy. It's thelubepage.com. And I have a section on there, a place where people will many times uh, just send me in a question and ask me something. And I'm always happy to try to get back to those. Now, if you do email me via the website, give me four or five days to answer you because, you know, I do have a business that I run and I'm on the move, but I usually get back to you and give you an answer. So I brought a couple of those questions with me today because, like I said, kind of short notice to really get into a lot of other things. So I thought maybe I would just uh, deal with some of those questions and then look for your phone calls and uh, have a great show. So, again, the number, 407 674 1025 or 855 545 1025. And we'll answer your questions if it's got to do with lubrication, filtration, whether or not you think you should use a synthetic engine oil, whether you think you should stay with petroleum, those kind of questions. You know, what type of car do you have? What would be the better choice to do? How often should you change your oil? Are there really differences in filters? How do you know the difference? Those kind of things. So I look forward to your to your calls, and it looks like we may have one coming in. So, hey, thank you so much. <laughs> I don't have your name up on the board, but you'll be there in a minute, and you're my uh, you're my best friend right now for calling in. So, <laughs> All right, Tony, what can I do for you? 2003 Saturn View, got 180,000 miles. Should I switch back and forth from synthetic to regular motor oil or just stick with one or the other? Well, there's no reason that you can't go back and forth. That's an old mechanic's tale about going back and forth and having a problem. 
All of these oils today are some type of hydrocarbon. If they're synthetic, they're what's called synthetic hydrocarbon. They're synthesized. If they're petroleum, they're refined hydrocarbons. So they're not going to do any strange chemical dance with each other if you go back and forth. However, what I would say uh, with the miles on the Saturn, I've got some experience with Saturn. My daughter had two Saturns, and um, I think you'd be better off staying with a good grade synthetic engine oil in it. Are you having any oil consumption problems or anything else going on with it? No, no problems at all. Well, that's good because we went through a little bit of a problem with uh, some of the earlier Saturns when they get to about 80,000 miles, they started consuming oil, and we determined that was because the top ring on the pistons was starting to get stuck. Had to go through a cleaning action to try to get that ring back to free-floating where it would work correctly and reduce the oil consumption. So if you're not having oil consumption, and uh, what type of oil are you using now, synthetic or petroleum? Uh, right now I'm on petroleum. Okay. And uh, you're running a 530? Yeah. Okay, that's good. That is the correct oil. Uh, if you've got a good quality petroleum and you change it uh, often enough, it's probably going to serve you well. I think that uh, as you get these vehicles get older, what you're going to find is that they're going to start telling you about running high mileage oil. And actually, yes, I'm hearing now. I'm hearing that. Yeah. Okay. And the reason is is because the high mileage oils have higher concentrations of additives. Now, my pet peeve on that is is you, they should have put the higher levels of additives in the other oil. Why did you wait till the car had high miles to decide that it needed? more anti-wear, more antioxidants, and all the things that they put in the higher mileage oil. But I would suggest that if you stick with petroleum that you use a high mileage oil. And if you... Go with high mileage, I got you. Well, I appreciate that. answer my question, sir. Thank you. All much. right. You got it. All right. Good question. And uh, you can give me a call here at 407-674-1025, and we'll get to yours. Now, one of the questions I had at my website... It's a little more involved, and so we'll get started on it, and we'll see if we get any other calls, but I'll, I'll try to get this thing answered because it's more complex. The question came from one of my uh, readers, a guy named Gary, and he asked me, he said, why do you recommend Amsoil Signature Series Synthetic? Aren't all synthetics made from the same stuff? Okay, that's a good question, and it deserves actually a good answer. It's easy off the cuff to say, well, no, 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 this one's made from better stuff. But that really hasn't told you anything. you got to be able to support your opinion. And listen, um, when you start looking at how these oils are put together, one of the best simple analogies that you can use is that when you go out to buy tires and you go to buy radial tires, well, consider that bias ply tires, those people that remember what those are, that would be petroleum oil. And radial tires would be synthetic oils. Okay? Now, once we establish that, we go forward, and you know when you buy tires that you can buy tires that will go 80,000 miles, 60,000 miles, or 40,000 miles. Now, they're all radials. No doubt about that. It's the way they're manufactured. They're built with radial construction. But you've got superior-grade radials, mid-grade radials, Low-end radials, you've got high-performance radials that will do 150 miles an hour and have very high temperature ratings. When they're running that fast, they're going to get hot. 
and then you've got radials that are designed to carry very heavy loads. So what I'm getting at is uh, you can't use that old saying like once was said with oil, if you ever heard it, where people would say, oil is oil is oil. There's just no difference. You know, well, you look at tires and you know very well that you wouldn't say, uh, well, a radial is a radial is a radial because it's not. There are very high performance, there are mid-grade performance, and there are low performance. Well, in the synthetic lubricants or oil business, it's exactly the same. You have uh, very high-quality synthetics, you have mid-grade synthetics, and you have lower-grade synthetics. And they're not all the same. And what even adds more to the um, evaluation of the synthetic oils is that you could have a very high-performance synthetic base stock and put a very weak additive package in it, and you still wouldn't have a very good oil. You could have a lower-grade base stock and put a superior additive package in it, and you'd achieve a fairly reasonable oil. So this stuff has more nuances and complexities to it, and the reason why I will tell you that, in my experience, there aren't any, well, there are some. Let me rephrase that. There are some, but there are not many oils, synthetic oils, that will give you the quality and performance of Amsoil Signature Series synthetics. And it's not cheap. It's not intended to be cheap. That oil is designed and manufactured to appeal to the person who wants to buy the 80,000-mile radius. It is a high-performance high-quality product sold, and they know they're not going to sell it to everybody in the marketplace. Now, when you go look at the different oils, you have to understand that, um, like I said, you can make different base stocks. And I don't want to get deep in the weeds of chemistry, so when we, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'll give you some definition of why these base stocks are different. A little bit of insight there. This is kind of inside lubrication industry information. You want to listen because you won't hear this hardly anywhere else. And that's because, uh, you know, as a guy that's a certified lubrication specialist that's on the inside understanding how the industry works, there aren't many people that will get on the radio and tell you this. So I'll tell you right after the break. And welcome back to Car Time Radio. I promised you before the break I would get into some insider information on synthetic base stocks. But you know what? I'm going to take this call because that's what we promised to do, and then I'll get right to that other information after this call. Corey, welcome to Car Time Radio. What can I do for you? Yes, just had a question about um, I just purchased an air compressor that's oil oil lubed. Um, it may have a break-in period. Is it? okay just to go to straight synthetic right from the beginning or do i follow the recommendations and use a multi-blend until a certain break-in period now this is a uh, uh an air compressor yeah just a general air compressor okay and about what size is it is it does it's it a 27 gallon and i think it's i don't know eight horsepower five six seven horsepower something like that oh it's a pretty good size one then yeah yeah it's it's the Sears model. It's the black one. It's, uh, you know, uh, decent. Okay. Well, there's two parts that get uh, usually in these units, and I don't know if this one has it, but there's there's two parts. You have 
the electric motor, and then you have the compressor itself, right? Yes, this one I'm really talking about is the compressor part. That right, okay. Right. And they have a little uh, place in there where you can uh, add oil. Now, if it's a compressor, uh, on its first oil change, which I would say maybe put about 25 hours working on the compressor. Okay. And then you want to get a true compressor oil, and uh, I would highly recommend synthetic. It is amazing how many companies in the industrial-grade compressors now all require synthetic uh, air compressor oil. It's a very superior product that handles uh, this application better than any petroleum in the marketplace. And uh, what you're going to use for that type of reciprocating piston compressor is what they call uh, an ISO 100, which is really a 30-40 weight compressor oil. It's uh, If you can't find that around, uh, you know, give me a call uh, during the week. We'll tell you where you can get it. I'm trying to get it at most of the, uh, the uh, well... Central Florida Ace Hardware Stores. I'm trying to get that compressor oil in most of them. It is in a few of them, but uh, it's the best thing. It's it's the best thing you can do for that air compressor. Now, run it the 25 hours. That's all it needs for, quote, break-in. And then after that, take it right straight to the, to the good oil and uh, check it often. Change it once a year because in this climate, there is so much humidity that you'll end up with some moisture building up in the oil. Uh, it'll do a good job the synthetic will of demulsifying getting rid of the moisture but eventually it just it it's too big a battle so i recommend it's not a lot of oil just change it once a year excellent well thank you very much all right let me go now to art in orlando hey good afternoon this is very timely of you to be on the radio right now because i'm just getting ready to go to the store and buy oil for a flat tap it, uh, 1950s 312 Ford. Okay. And I know it's it needs to have zinc in it. Um, I have heard uh, through various sources that diesel oil might be the best thing to to go with on that uh, engine oil designed for diesel. And just wonder what your take on flat tap it engine is. Well, here's the, you bring up an excellent area of discussion. Uh, the flat tappet valve system uh, uses push rods and uh, a camshaft that uh, has most of the time solid lifters down on the bottom. Now, you can have hydraulics, it depends on the thing, and still have push rods and a tappet system. Yeah, these are solid. Right, and here's what you got to have, uh, because if everybody listening to this needs to understand, when that cam lobe comes around and it catches that, solid lifter most people don't know what they look like but they look like a little circular round chunk of metal and the push rod sits in the top and they ride on the camshaft on the bottom and you need a high level of zinc and phosphorus on the surface of those two metallic objects so that they do not wear it's a well-known fact now the current automotive oil sm or sn rated the two last api classifications those oils are limited in the amount of zinc and phosphorus they can have by the Environmental Protection Agency. They do that in order to try to protect catalytic converters from becoming poisoned with the zinc and phosphorus. Now, that being said, you certainly don't have a catalytic converter on a 312 
and uh, you're not worried about that at all. The highway is in a boat. Yeah, oh, it's in a boat. Okay, and so uh, listen, if you want to do the best for that, um, you want to break it in probably. Uh, and there is actually a break-in oil that is sold now by Amsoil. Okay, uh, we can we can scratch that. It's got a thousand hours on it. Oh, good. Okay, so she's broken. <laughs> now at this point, uh, if you could buy a legitimate CI4 plus heavy-duty diesel oil, it would have high zinc in it. Unfortunately, what was the designation again? Well, it's CI4 plus. The problem is, is when they went to CJ4, the latest rating, they claim it covers CI4, and again, the EPA is limiting the zinc and phosphorus in the CJ4 diesel oil. Now, mm-hmm. But there are uh, some uh, motorcycle and pure marine-grade oils that have high zinc and phosphorus. And from, from AMSOIL, you can buy what they call Z-Rod oil, which is designed specifically for these engines, and it has high zinc and phosphorus. You can also buy 1030 or 1040 true marine engine oil that has high zinc and phosphorus because uh, that's what you put in marine engines is high zinc and phosphorus right. because they run at high RPM all the time. Yep. So if you go online and look around, uh, you can find either a good motorcycle oil or you can go uh, find the Z-Rod oil from AMSOIL. You can buy the uh, marine rated oil from Amsoil or the motorcycle oil rated from Amsoil, they're all high zinc level. Now, you might say, yeah, but do you really need that synthetic? If you're running this engine in a boat, I would imagine, like all boats, it's got two speeds, either idling or full <laughs> speed. Well, the good news is it, it's a classic. and It only gets run about two or three times per year. Well, good. Let me tell you one thing on that, then. I would suggest you take a good look at that Amsoil marine engine oil and the reason is it actually has a chemical rust and corrosion inhibitor that's added to the oil and if you're not going to run this thing on a really frequent basis then you want the inside of the engine protected against any kind of rust buildup or corrosion and standard oils won't do that and the reason is is that when the humidity forms and the moisture forms on the engine parts on the inside Mm -hmm. it lifts the oil floats it off and drops it to the bottom and now you have bare metal yeah, well, the stuff that's in it now it's closely resembles tar. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I would suggest to you that you look for a uh, a true marine-grade oil that says on its label that it, uh, you know, that it has rust and corrosion prevention in it and that it's a high zinc level. I know you can get it through Amsoil as a synthetic. I'm not exactly sure where you might find it as a petroleum. I see. So it is available both ways. Well, I think you can find it in petroleum. You're just going to have to do a little bit of legwork because Mm -hmm. I haven't looked specifically for that. But uh, I would think that some of the better-grade petroleum motorcycle oils would definitely have high zinc and phosphorus in them because the motorcycle community is hot on the high zinc and phosphorus right now. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. But uh, as you said before, if I could find... CI4 diesel, that's that's acceptable, right? Yeah, CI4 plus heavy-duty diesel oil that doesn't carry the CJ4, that's uh-huh. got 1,200 parts per million zinc and phosphorus in it, and it, it's a very robust, good oil for that application. But it's been off the market 
Well, what you can look, you can still find it, but if you find one that says CJ4 and then on it it says that the CJ4 covers the CI4 Plus, not, not don't, don't use it I because mean, they have lowered the, the zinc and phosphorus to meet the CJ4. They're just saying that it'll serve where the CI4 Plus did, but it really doesn't have the robust additive package of the CI4 Plus. Yeah, sounds like the easiest thing to find is going to be the uh, synthetic marine grade. Yeah, I, and if you uh, if you want to uh, check with me in the week to try to find that, uh, you can call me. Uh, it's just a simple number. It's uh, 800-370-2986. 2-9-8-6. Probably give you a call tomorrow, my friend. Okay, and we can get you somewhere to get it, no problem. Great. Thank you very much. All right. Good call. Thank you. All right. I'm running out of time to talk about my, <laughs> to use my soliloquy and talk again, but I'd enjoy the calls. Number here is 407-674-1025 or toll free 855-545-1025. And when we come back from the messages, I'll finish my discussion. And welcome back to Car Time Radio. I got Joe patiently waiting on the phone line, so we'll just take Joe right now. What can I do for you, Joe? Hello? Hey, Joe, what can I do for you? Hey, how you doing, sir? Just a quick question. I have a Honda Civic uh, that's got 410,000 miles in it. Uh, I was just wondering if uh, you recommend uh, full synthetic oil on this engine. And if I do switch to full synthetic, do I have to change my gasket? Well, Joe, listen, I guess in the true spirit of things, I would say if you had 400,000 miles of it, why would you want to change anything that you're doing? Whatever it is, it's just working wonderful. That's a lot of miles. Yeah, it is. I've gone from high mileage to uh, conventional oil and, you know, just kind of mixing things around. But uh, not really sure if full synthetic would benefit uh, the engine at this time. What, what do you think? Well, it's a Honda, and I'll tell you, I've not got quite to 400. I've done some shifting over Hondas with 250, 275, 300,000. They don't miss a stroke. But uh, how often do you change oil in this car? At least every three to 5,000 miles. Okay, and have you had it its whole life for 400,000 miles? I've had it for um, for about nine years now. I got it with 30,000 miles when I first when I you know when I bought a used. Um, and, uh, I've had, um, this is the second block in it and the original transmission. Wow. um, Well, that is good service. Like I said, I've, I've done some Hondas that have a lot of miles here. Here's the point. Uh, you're changing oil often and obviously you're driving a lot of highway miles. You can't, you can't create that many miles, 35, 40,000 miles a year without doing some significant commuting or highway driving. Correct. And that is actually, believe it or not, the easiest thing on any engine oil is good open highway driving. What kills the engine oil is driving around at 25 miles an hour and having, uh, you know, going five miles and to work and then turning the engine off and then driving five miles home at the end of the day. That's what's hard on oil, not not highway driving at reasonable speeds. So yours is an obvious indication of that. Now, uh, if you decide you want to go on further uh what are you using in this thing right now are you still on a 30 weight or are you using a 40 weight oil uh it's 30 weight 30 weight and 
So it's not consuming much oil or anything. It's still doing well. Right, right, correct. Okay. Yeah, if you decide you want to go to a synthetic, what I would say in this particular case is um, you want to use one of the what we call mid-grade synthetics. Amazon makes one called XL, which is good for up to 10,000 miles or six months. It's a little, a little less aggressive as far as a cleaner. Now, you're not going to have any trouble with any of your gaskets or any of that kind of stuff. These oils are, uh, especially like the XL has the same gasket compatibility as pure mineral oil, so it's not going to have any problems. The only thing it would do for you is you could run it for 10,000 miles at a whack and uh, not be changing your oil as often and still get the same kind of performance. Now, if you do going to go on with a whole lot more highway mileage like you're doing, uh, just run a couple of times through with the XL and then shift on up to the Signature Series and change your oil about ever, you know, 20,000 miles, be about twice a year for you the way you put miles on. But that would be the convenience for you. Obviously, changing your oil with what you're doing at 3,000 to 5,000 miles with a good grade petroleum, you're having excellent success. There's no reason to not do that. But if you want to have a little more convenience and uh, maybe even cut down on the expense overall with the oil, uh, shift up to a longer drain of oil, and you'd probably have to find something from Amsoil to do that. Most of the others, except for Mobile, all the rest are normal drain interval type oils. So if you want some more information on that, check out my website. It's easy. It's thelubepage.com. Send me a uh, an email, and I can send you some uh, you know literature and stuff you can look at to see if you've got an interest in moving to one of those oils. All right, great. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Good call. And that's a question that comes up a lot: what to do with high mileage cars. And so I want to get back to my the question that I started the show with. And remind you, yeah, give me a call, 407-674-1025. That's 407-674-1025, and we'll just keep answering questions. But when I started, the question that we had at the beginning of the show from my website was, why do I recommend Anzol Signature Series Oil? And the question was, aren't they all the same? And I went over the fact they're like radial tires. They're not the same. Then I told you we'd get into some inside information, and here's what it is. Synthetic doesn't exactly mean the same thing today that it meant in 1990. Uh, In 1990, if you had a synthetic, it was defined by the American Petroleum Institute as taking two lightweight molecules and synthesizing them to make a heavyweight lubricating molecule. And that was the definition. You could read it in any lubrication handbook. About 1995 time frame, Castrol Synthetic uh, started using what the industry had always referred to as a very highly refined, high-viscosity index petroleum oil, and they classified it as synthetic, and that was Castrol Synthetic is on the market. God bless them. It's a fine oil. They did well. But there was a big inside uh, controversy between mobile and Castrol over whether you could call this high-viscosity index, highly refined oil a synthetic. They took it to court, and it was a dog-and-pony show that would uh, probably put the Russian gulag to shame. It was an amazing thing to see in action because money came out of everywhere. Because the truth is, making that highly refined group three in our industry, it's called hydrocracked synthetic oil, how that chemistry mess, 
is something that every oil company could do with some refinements and changes, and they could begin to sell an oil that was synthetic, and if they priced it the same as the synthetics that were being made that Mobile was making, uh, the profit margins were fantastic because it didn't cost nearly as much money to make this highly refined Group 3 hydrocrack synthetic as it does to make a true chemical-based polyalpha olefin or ester-based synthetics. Now, I've told you, I'm telling you some inside stuff here. So big blowout, big controversy, and the way it ended was the American Petroleum Institute removed their definition of synthetic from the handbook and said that they were not defining synthetic. It was a marketing term. That was a sellout to the consumer, you people out there, because now you would not know which kind of base stock you would be getting in your oil if it was called synthetic. Consequently, today in the marketplace, all of the synthetic engine oils that you buy, with the exception of Mobile and Amsoil, are Group 3, hydrocracked, highly refined petroleum. Now, they are now called synthetic, so we don't need to argue that anymore. It's called synthetic. But the Signature Series Amsoil is made from polyalpha olefin and ester base stock. Expensive, expensive, and highly, highly sophisticated base stock. Uh, and that's why when I tell you that I recommend Signature Series as the number one oil available in the automotive oils on the market today, is I will stand on that for my certified lubrication uh, certification I will stand on that reputation because I know the difference between polyalpha olefins, esters, and group 3 hydrocrack synthetics. They are not the same. Now, does that mean that if you go buy one of these other synthetics out there that you're buying a bad oil? No, not at all. They are good. They are very good. They're much better than any petroleum oil in the marketplace. But again, if I'm buying radial tires, and somebody tells me they'll sell me a Pirelli radio that will drive 150 miles an hour and has twice the temperature rating of a standard radio, okay, then I know that that radio is a higher quality radio than the other standard radios. And that's all I'm saying here is they're, give them all being synthetic oils, but I know what the Signature Series is made out of. I know what its quality is. It's what the original oil was made out, made out of in, in 1990. So there's one other oil. Got to give credit where credit's due. Mobile Platinum is another top-of-the-line synthetic engine oil. High-quality base stock, PAO, with high-quality additives. And you know what? It's not cheap. Mobile Platinum costs more than regular Mobile One. And if you go online and read about it, you'll see why. Amsoil Signature Series oils are designed and marketed to appeal to the person who wants the highest quality engine oil that you can put in the engine. That's who they're marketed to. Now, Amsoil makes two other lines. They make XL synthetic oils. XL is made from the same kind of base stock as Castrol Syntex and Valvoline Synthetic. It is as 
good as you can buy group three hydrocracked, highly refined, modified synthetic oil. And so Amzol says, this is what you get. They put a more robust additive package in it. It's good for six months or 10,000 miles. That's what you get. If you step up to the signature series, well, that's rated for one year or 25,000 miles in most applications. And people talk about, well, what about severe duty? Yep, they even talk about that. One year or 15,000 miles in severe duty applications. They're not going to try to break your car. They're going to sell you the very best product that they can make. Now, yes, now there is a difference in price, and that was my producer asking me about that. And here's the thing. When you look at the Signature Series, it runs about um, $10, $10.5 a quart. The XL runs about $8 a quart. Now, you might say, well, gosh, uh, is that much difference? Yeah, remember that base stock I said, those PAOs and those esters? They are way more expensive than that Hydrocrack Group 3 base stock. So when I go to buy that Pirelli radio that will run 150 miles an hour, my goodness, it costs more than the standard radio that's good for 60,000 miles. Gosh, it costs a lot more. The reason, in order to get that performance, you have to put better steel belts that can handle the temperature. You have to put higher quality synthetic formed rubber. Okay, so you get what you pay for with these things. And today, as we move into the 20-weight oils that are all over the place. Let me tell you, if you're running 20-weight engine oil, it better be somebody synthetic. And if you're really smart, it better be either Amsoil Signature Series or Mobile Platinum because 20-weight oil is not giving you much margin, okay? It's that simple. Now, I don't know if I can take this call before we have to go on a break. Okay, we'll take the call, and then we'll head to the break. Jeffrey, what can I do for you? Um, well, I actually had some questions about uh, using synthetic for a high-mileage vehicle. Okay. Um, I actually have two vehicles. Um, one has about 150,000 miles on it, and I just purchased a uh, Toyota Camry, actually, 2007, with about 165,000 miles on it. Um, both vehicles, to my knowledge, have always been run with just conventional oil. Right, right. Now... I've heard some stories from friends and even some YouTube videos that switching to synthetic on high-mileage vehicles is a bad thing. Um, and if there was any type of leaks or any things that once you start running synthetic, those will come to show because the molecules are a lot smaller than, I guess, conventional. Well, there's a couple, couple of distinct reasons for that, and it's going to take me probably about uh, five minutes to answer this question. So here's what I want to do. I want to let the producer take us to a quick break. And, Jeffrey, if you hang up uh, and just listen, because when we come back in the break, I will go into how you uh, take a high-mileage car and shift it over to synthetic. And I will go through just exactly what your question is asking, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. We'll do it. And welcome back to Car Time Radio. Dan Watson sitting in today for Jay Zimbauer. I want to give out my website one more time here because people have questions and you couldn't get them in on the show. We had a number of questions today. I'm sure there's some others. But you can go to my website, which is thelubepage.com. That's easy. T-H-E-L-U-B-E 
P-A-G-E.com. That is the lubepage.com. Okay, now, the question we had before the break, and I want to finish this up and do it right, is what do you do when you have cars of like 150,000, 180,000 miles? People are saying, well, if you use a synthetic, you may create some leaks and all these kind of problems. Let me tell you, um, the days of the mid to late 90s, when we had trouble with putting synthetic engine oil into a car and creating a lot of leaks, are pretty much gone. Let me tell you why. Back in the 90s, they had a little bit different seals, and those seals weren't as uh, top quality. And you come on past to about 2000 or so, and we start to see a whole lot better seals in cars than we saw in the earlier times. Now, when you run petroleum oil for an extended period of time, what happens is on your main, um, how do I want to put this? Well, let's just say on your crankshaft main seals, what happens is you create a sludge ring, and that sludge ring is like a, a a waxy ring that gets right around there, and it prevents the oil from coming in contact with that gasket, that um, that seal. Well, that seal then doesn't get nourished anymore, and it shrinks back. You come along, and you put in a very high-solvent oil like AMSOIL. It comes in, and it cleans all that sludge out, and all of a sudden, the oil has a path to run against that seal. That seal is not nourished so it has shrunk back so the oil starts to leak through well one good thing about amsoil it contains a diester in in the base stock esters will actually re-nourish that seal cause it to swell some re-engage itself and stop the leak so a lot of times in the old days we'd see this minor leak start and then it'd go away in about a thousand miles today we don't even see that the the uh, newer oils are better the seals are better you can follow in pretty quick but Anytime you have a high-mileage car and you don't really know the history on it or you're not sure whether or not it's been really maintained well, it is not a good idea to put a really high-detergent synthetic engine oil in it without any history or knowing because what will happen is if there's sludge up in the engine, it will free it all. It'll all fall into the oil pan, and when it goes into the oil pan, it could clog up the screen to the pump pickup, and you could have erratic oil pressure. You don't want that. So if you've got a high-mileage car and you're thinking about shifting it over, Honestly, the very best thing to do is call me at uh, 407-657-5969 or 800-370-2986. The reason is it's a really simple process, but uh, it's hard to put it out here in a minute. But what you end up doing is just put a quart of Signature Series oil in the next oil change. Substitute it for one quart of petroleum. It'll do a nice slow clean. It'll clean that engine out really nice. And then after the, the next oil change, you can pretty much shift it over. And that's all the time i got as you hear the music cutting me out. I told you it was taking a while to answer that question. It's been great. Uh, hey, remember that website, thelubepage.com. And we'll see you on the radio. Until then, keep rolling. Long and your main prog spawner's nearly gone. Your injector ports are stripped.